Hello, everybody. You are listening to the PlayStation Report episode. It doesn't really matter what number this is because I just didn't look it up beforehand. Um, I'm Frank. With me here is Tyler. As always, Tyler, how are you doing this Thursday evening? I am doing okay. It's been one of those weeks. No, it's been a couple of those weeks. Yeah, that's true, actually. (laughs) This is just one of those weeks where... The week started after Memorial Day, and I'm like, all right, and now it's like the end of the week already, and I'm like, how the fuck did we get here so fast? Mm. Just, it feels quicker than normal, because there's just there's a lot of shit going on. Mm. What about you? How you doing? Oh, man. it's It's been office reorganization week, mm. which means about two weeks after I left the front desk to go back to my old desk... About a week after, a week or two after that, I I'm now having to move to a new desk now because they're deciding to move different people, move people around in within the same room. Just I'm moving to a new cube. Mm. It was just a hassle having to move my computer, all my monitors, all my little action figures. Right, man, just a just a real pain in the old butt. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot of shit on your desk? Um, so I'm trying to reduce the amount of shit on my desk, but I still have a lot. Um, one of the things that was particularly tedious was I, I used to have this uh, Final Fantasy X calendar that had, like, these art cutout, these art things that uh, were perforated that you could take out, and I pinned them to my wall. So I had to take them all down and pin them to my new wall, and that was a little tedious, trying to get the spacing right, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got to look just right the first time you do it. Hmm. But other than that, it's been a pretty standard week. Hmm. Yeah. Not but much. What? Huh? It's an exciting show. It is an exciting show because today's show we have for you E3 predictions. But before that, we have news. And even before that, as always, we talk about the games we've been playing. Tyler, have you had time to play games? Uh, yeah. Uh, not... I'm not going to go into it a lot. Um, still playing Prey. Uh, I am 14 and a half hours now. I am going to go scan some shit mm. for my bro. All right. It's coral. Coral. Scanning the my coral. coral from Walking Dead. Mm. Yeah. So I'm doing that. It hit me the other day. Um, there's two things hit me with this game. One, I always feel like I never want to play this game because of it's a challenging game. It's a game that you have to think and all that stuff. And half the time I'm, I come home from work and I'm just like, I don't want to play something like Prey that makes me think. I just want to just relax and not think about anything. But then every time I start playing it, I always lose track of time. And I'm always like, well, I got to do that and that and that and that and that and and oh, two hours are gone, and I've really enjoyed myself. Um, so I've been running into that a lot. Um, but two, it hit me that this game is a is in call me crazy if you want. It's a Metroidvania game. I can agree to that, that. I can agree to it. You you have a world that you're free to explore, and you need certain abilities or certain items to always open up different pathways to go get new stuff and all kinds of uh, fun stuff it's a it's a metroidvania disguised as a first person shooter 
type of thing that just kind of hit me the other day. And I was like, you know what? That's pretty cool about it. Cause it is cool. You know, you finding like key cards to open up doors that you passed five hours ago and you're like, Oh, I can finally go back there and check that out. Or, uh, when you find a way to get past the locked doors without the key card, mm-hmm. you know, where you use your glue gun to climb up the the ledge and then up and over the wall or something like that, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, and then uh, I, I've just kind of last night when I played, I just knocked out a, a bunch of side quests. I didn't do a whole lot of main story. I'm just trying to wrap up the major ones that I feel I need to, to do and that have some sort of importance on the future um but it's good and i I like uh i like the story a lot i like how it's unfolding and i like how uh what you thought might happen doesn't happen Mm -hmm. in the way you think things happened it didn't happen that way sort of thing and also i absolutely love listening to like the audio logs in that game oh yeah the voice acting and stuff and the storytelling in those are just amazing they're very bioshock like to me where you know that might be the most interesting part of the world uh, is those things and i mean it's a fantastic game i ran it so i got to a point where i had a shitload of ammo and resources and i felt really good about myself and then i went through a big chunk And by the end of my play session, I had no ammo and no resources. And I feel like I've been fucked for the past three (laughs) or four hours playing this game where I've never really felt like I have enough shotgun ammo or pistol ammo or health packs or whatever. So that really changes the way you think. And I love how the game goes, okay, well, your head's getting a little too big here. You you should not think that way. You should always think in a in a more survival and conservative way. And also I've also gotten to the point where I, I mostly lean towards like, uh, powers like hacking, upgrading my weapons, Mm. uh, health, all that stuff. I have installed some, uh, of the alien powers and I got to the point, no, no major spoilers, but you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, there's, this certain area where in order for me to get past the per- somebody wanted me to set up three turrets in a certain area, in an area to blow the shit out of the enemy pretty much. And up until that point, I've had no problems with turrets, no problems with anything. And I sat the turrets down and all of a sudden they started opening, opening fire on me and I almost died. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I didn't think I was that much alien, but Jesus, I only had like three or four alien Mm-hmm. powers like what the hell uh so that changes the way you think about the game too and oh yeah. it, it's it's a really good game it's it's definitely one of my favorite games of the year so far yeah you can hack those turrets so they only attack the real yeah. aliens yeah and, and that's what i end up doing i always like take the turret out or something and and maybe i'll repair it or i'll sneak up behind it and deploy it that way by hacking it and stuff it's it's neat for yeah, sure i i really see that was like one of the hindering factors like early on in the game i'm like i don't know if i can take the hits from the turrets and the aliens right now mm-hmm. but there eventually comes a point where like the turrets become irrelevant 
Like, yeah. you're not quite there yet, but there comes a point where turrets shooting at you just, that doesn't matter nearly as much anymore. Okay. But, um, man, I, I, I like, I like how it just gets in your head a little bit. Like, do you, you play that little gamble. Do I want to go alien now or do I want to, uh, do I exactly. want to stick down this one tree? Yeah. And the thing that just drives me nuts about the game, but it's kind of a cool when you think about it, is that I look at the upgrading stuff in the trees and with the neuromods and stuff, and I'm like, I want everything, mm-hmm. but I can't. You know, the game really makes you, you know, pick and choose what you really think is valuable to go after. And it's just, it's kind of driving me crazy because I kind of want everything. Mm-hmm. that's cool it's a cool thing about the game it, it's it's cool and i also like so i i feel like i got to the point this this station is so fucking cool and mm-hmm. you start to really memorize how to get everywhere there's no fast travel in the game uh, or anything like that and so you have to actually think of like what connects to where and what doors are where and that's awesome um but I got to a point where I, I went basically – the game takes you from the top of the ship all the way down to the bottom. And then you kind of have to go in various locations after that. And I basically – when I got to the bottom, then I had to – I went back to the very beginning to the lobby that you end up going to. And I love how along the, along the way there's like new enemies mm-hmm. now that – that are like way harder than the ones before in you in like in greater numbers and stuff you know it always always keeps you on your toes mm-hmm. uh, i found at a certain point like i just avoided fights i ran away from them yeah like uh, just I, get from point a to now. point b i'm like i don't have time for this i don't have the resources to manage this fight so i'm just gonna fucking run through to the next area uh, I'm I'm doing that a lot now, just because of one. Especially the Talus one lobby, the the lobby that you go to, because oftentimes they'll put like a lot of like heavy shit in there. Yeah, and and that's what's in there now. There's like two um, telepaths, mm-hmm. I think they're called, and in like two or three f- phantoms, just regular enemies, which aren't hard, but the telepaths can really fuck you up, mm-hmm. like big time. Uh, and also, when the game makes you go outside of the station, there's something just very calming, yet just very eerie and dark about the game when you're out there. That, like, I I feel, like, more terrified being out there than I do in the station for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel comfortable in the station. When I'm out there, I'm, like, freaking out that... You know, I lost track of where I was and all kinds of stuff. I don't know. It's cool to go out there, though. Yeah, it's a little disorienting in Zero-G. Yeah, it 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 definitely is. I will say, last thing I want to say about this game that I've ran into. One, I ran into an area where I was in, no spoilers, a power plant. And it was so bizarre because when... So this area is huge. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Yeah. From top to bottom, it is fucking massive. Whenever I would be at the top or like the middle to the top and look towards the power plant, the game, I shit you not, would go to like single digits for me frame frame rate wise. It would just destroy and just 
nearly die. But when I was at the bottom, it was perfectly normal. That is the only time that I've ever had serious like frame rate problems. It was so choppy, like I almost like it was unplayable, basically. If it would have stayed like that, it was bizarre. Um, and then two, this just fucking pissed me off. So I was going through to try to finish up a side mission, and basically the elevators in the game are like they're kind of they're goofy. They're mm-hmm. like these zero like things you go in, you go down, then you have to go on the other side, go up and uh, enemies can go up there too and all kinds of stuff, the operators. And so I was down, I went down the elevator. No, I went up to the level I needed to did what I had to do. Then all I needed to do was go back and go. And I was very close to where I needed to ultimately go. What every time I would end up going down, there was an operator just stuck there. And I couldn't get past him. I reloaded my game three different times and he was still there. I waited and waited. He was still there. So I ended up having to make a massive fucking loop around this around the whole space station just to get back to where I wanted to go. I was so pissed. I was so pissed. And then I had the nightmare. Oh, uh, which is the big enemy yeah. that was chasing me multiple times when I was trying to get back. I was like, fuck all because of some fucking operator got his ass stuck in the fucking elevator. It pissed me off. It makes for a good story though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I- I'm hoping to finish it this weekend. Mm. We'll see. Uh, but yeah. I like it. It's good. I'm glad to hear you're enjoying that game because I did. Yeah. I might do another playthrough too eventually a pray through um (laughs) oh boy yeah anything else other than pray you've been working on nope all right well i played a few games uh i i did a little bit of um persona i got a little bit further in the dungeon that i was on already not much to really say about that um (sighs) It is my least favorite dungeon so far, though. Mm. Um, Sucks. I also went back and played some Borderlands 2. Oh. Because I missed that game, so I went back and played some of that. Um, Yeah. Dabbled a little bit in Elder Scrolls Online, trying to get the feel for that again before the new uh, expansion releases next week. Um, But the game I want to talk about the most today is Danger Zone. Not the song, but the game, which doesn't have the song licensed, or any songs, or any music at all. That game is so fucking quiet. Are you serious? Yes. That game has no music licensed or otherwise. Damn. So... (laughs) For those of you who don't know what Danger Zone is, it's basic. It's based on Burnout's crash mode, where you would go to these crash junctions, and you would try to do as much damage as possible by causing multi-car pile-ups, explosions, and that kind of shit. So Danger Zone does that, but it's all in this like kind of simulated warehouse kind of environment. All the levels are in this kind of environment where it's just like generating roads putting these, like, teleporters in to spawn cars in and stuff. It looks very, like... It looks like a prototype to me. Like, 
this game, mm -hmm. it looks very much like, hey, let's make this mode, but not actually do much on it other than create a few levels. Like, they made the base gameplay and then just made a few levels with it, but I feel like they should have taken it further. Um, right. For example, you can only drive one car. There's only one car available that, to you. I mean, it drives just like an old, uh, like a burnout car, um, sans the without the boost of the burnout. St but um, yeah, you just go into these intersections. There are these tokens you can pick up, which I believe were in uh, the crash mode and burnout. There were tokens in that too. Um, like you get money bonuses. You get a. Uh, I for now I forget what they call it, but there's like this mechanic where like you can ex your car can explode and go up in the air, and you can control your car while it's in the air to move it around to try to get to mm -hmm. more intersections and cause more damage. Mm -hmm. So, on a base gameplay level, I really like it. I really like what it does, but there's just not that much production value behind it. Like the cars that you're crashing into are uninteresting. The actual crashing, like the the wrecks, like the way the cars destroy destroy themselves or get blown up, it doesn't look all that impressive. Um, like I said before, there's no music, so while you're driving up to the crash junction, you have no music taking you into it, no music in the menus. <laughs> that is that is so lame. It is so like, quiet. Damn. It's like it's like you are literally just in an empty warehouse crashing cars, oh. and. <laughs> It's just frustrating because there's so many things they could have done with this. They could have got went out get the licensed soundtrack. They could have made like cool environments to crash into, not just this warehouse thing. You like you could crash mm -hmm. in a city, go and go do some uh, highway stuff, and it's just there's more they could have done here that they just didn't. Yeah, and I know this game was like thirteen bucks, but I would have rather them just hold on to this game and then release a full sixty dollar game that has all the bells and whistles. Yeah, so these are like ex-burnout uh, guys. Yes, the and, same people who did Dangerous Golf yeah. and some VR game I don't know about. Right, and I feel like it was really weird because they, they were putting out Dangerous Golf, but before they put it out, they announced that they were going to make this. Everyone got excited, and I feel like they spit this game out so fucking quick. To try to just cash in on that stuff, but they did it very cheaply where, like you said, like if they would have just spent the time to put a little bit more into it, I think it would have turned out really well. Because that's just lame. Like no music is lame. Just And, and I, I was one – like I like the crash mode for Burnout, but I also really like the racing too. The, mm -hmm. the racing was fucking cool of like, oh, uh, you know, it's the last lap. This guy's – in first place, I'm gonna wreck the shit out of him, and then I win. You know, that, yeah. That's there's sort of like stuff. the the burning lap, also trying to get like the fastest lap by by yeah. generating boost by like shunting cars in the back. Yeah, and going on coming and get like gaining boost that way. And um, there was also another mode where like you had to target uh, how many other racers t you take down in a round. Mm -hmm. That that was a cool mode too. Yeah, I I I think there's a place. For a new burnout game. It's been burnout, like 10 like years, game. hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, the last one was Paradise, and that was early 2008, so almost 10 years, mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, you just got to do it right. And that, that, that just sounds unfortunate. Because I, I was 
kind of looking forward to this game too, but I'm, I might skip on it now that I'm hearing that. Mm-hmm. Like for me, 14 bucks, I don't feel burned by this game, but I kind of feel a little bummed out that it is what it is that like that. It isn't like there isn't as much production value as I'd expect from a game that's supposedly trying to recapture the, the soul of burnout in the crap, mm-hmm. in the crash mode. But it just doesn't quite do it for me. I get it. It's on PS4. You can turn on Spotify, have music there, but come on, man. Yeah. A lot of the Burnout soundtracks really fucking good. Right. <laughs> ah. That's just unfortunate. That 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 makes me sad. That that was the one thing that like when I started playing the game that made me go, "Oh no." When I just like when like I was at the starting line and it was counting down and I was like and then I start driving and there was no music or anything. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? So is there, there are like different levels or yeah. whatever. Like, are you crashing in different scenarios? Yes. Yeah, so there's like diff- okay. different like scenarios. Like there's one where you jump over into like four lanes of, of highway. And then like, there's a lower highway beyond that, that you can blow up and jump over to. And like, there's, there's all kinds of cool levels. Like the levels are cool the way they're designed, but man, it's just, they had great ideas. They just didn't freaking put, put their money where their mouth is and actually make go all the way with this. Right. It's It's unfortunate, man. Damn. There's leaderboards. Oh. Although, based on what I was scoring and where I placed on the leaderboards, I don't think this game sold very well initially, because I'm in the top, like, 500 at almost every single track I did. Yeah, and I'm not, does... And I'm not claiming I'm good at games, either. I was getting bronze medals and placing within the top 500. Yikes. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if they would have went a little bit more all out with it definitely would be a lot more buzz for sure Hmm. just feels like it was made a little too quick and god damn don't name your game danger zone and not license danger zone (laughs) yeah (laughs) i know i mean for fuck's sake come on uh all right well that's back up quick yeah on the topic of that song Uh, the lyrics are um, "Highway to the Danger Zone." Yes, right? my fiance, my beyonce, <laughs> thought for the longest time it was "I went to the danger zone." Oh my! And I'm like, God. no, it's it's "Highway to the Danger Zone," and she's like, no, it's not. Oh and my! We, we got goodness. In this this little spat about it. I'm like, look it up, man. It's "Highway to the Danger Zone." <laughs> was correct she was very disappointed she's like i've been listening to this song all my life thinking that dude i have songs i have songs like that that i discovered that i've been wrong about for so long and i'm like oh god i was such an idiot (laughs) yeah it i mean that that shit happens to everybody Uh, i'm not going to reveal any of those songs because i'm very embarrassed um (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, but enough about that Let's get into the news real quick before we get to our E3 predictions. And the first item of news we have for you is probably the happiest bit of news you'll get all week. The free games for June 2017. You can actually 
pick these up next week on Tuesday. And the lineup is as follows. On the PlayStation 4, you're getting Killing Floor 2, Life and Life is Strange. And I'm assuming that's the entire, fi- yep, all yeah. five episodes of Life is Strange. Yep. That's um, awesome. I just remembered something to put in our later lightning round of news. Actually, I don't even have to write it down. I'll just remember it. Um, on PlayStation 3, you'll get Abyss Odyssey and World Rally Championship 5, colon, well, it's WRC 5 World Rally Championship, although WRC stands for World Rally Championship, or World Rally Cross, I guess. Yeah. It's either World Rally Cross or World Ra- You know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to debate how they should name their games because that's not my job. And on the Vita, both of these are cross by with PlayStation 4. You can get Neon Chrome and Spy Chameleon. Do you know Great. anything about Neon Chrome or Spy Chameleon other than they sound kind of colorful? No. I don't know anything about them, but the first two It's mm. always where the money is uh, with the PS4 games anymore. Yeah, uh, Killing Floor looks fine. Like, I've seen that on show floors, and it looks like a fine game. Yeah. I played it at PAX when we were there, like, two years ago. Mm -hmm. I don't remember too much of it, but... So I can't remember. I just remember it being really dark and hard to see things. Yeah. But Life is Strange, though. Play that shit. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a great game. Oh, man. Do you feel the need? I feel the need to jerk off. Oh. All right. <laughs> well, uh, do it real quick because Need for Speed is being revealed tomorrow, the day you're actually hearing this if you listen to it the day it releases. Need for Speed, man. A new one coming out probably this year, I'd assume. Yeah, I think EA said it's it's coming out this year. So. Mm. We'll Makes see sense. what that is. It's coming. I actually probably should have put this in the lightning round, but I didn't think about that. Yeah. Well, I wonder what full reveal means. Because you imagine it's going to be uh, at EA Play you next weekend. You can play a beta next weekend. Yeah. I imagine so, they'll, they'll I mean, put out some sort of beta or demo. I would love for Need for Speed to be great, but it just it's a franchise that has never fully appealed to me uh except for most wanted mm-hmm. need for speed most wanted was amazing i think the last time i played need for speed was need for speed carbon mm, and that was like yeah. a street racing game about like pimping out your ride yeah and i was like that's cool for what it is but that isn't like the kind of racing game i want yeah oh well yeah. we'll see we'll see all right. Well, here's a game we're both actually excited for coming out this summer. Super Giant Games bringing out Pyre this year on July 25th. Yeah. For $20. Sooner than I thought. Yeah, man. It's, man. I'm, I'm really excited for this. Neither of us have been able to go hands on with this because every event. Like, every event that this game is at, the line is hours long. Yeah. Like, literally. The the packs that we were at two years ago, 
2016. Um, the line for this game was seriously like two or three hours mm-hmm. to play it. And I think they announced it like the week before or whatever. So that was the first time anyone really got to see it or play it. And then uh, that, but I, I'm excited for it. Yeah. And then that PSX, when I, I, I went out to LA for PSX and the line there was like, super freaking long and i was like you know maybe not worth my time because i know i'm probably going to play this game i've seen some gameplay of it it looks really yeah lit as the kids say yeah it 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 looks good it looks unique mm. super giant always makes cool games i need to get around to playing transistor and bastion mm. i've I never f- done either of that bastion i've i've completed i can vouch for bastion transistor i'm Every once in a while, I'll just get back into Transistor, and I'll do, like, maybe a level or two. And I'm, I'm probably about halfway done with that game. But it's it's pretty good. It's it's different. Like, there, you'll notice a huge difference even between Bastion and Transistor. Like, they're completely different games. And it looks yeah. like Pyre is going to be a completely different game from either Bastion or Transistor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that, that's what's cool. Pyre, Pyre legitimately looks cool to me. Uh, so I'm excited. It's really colorful. Like... Yeah, I I like their art style. Yeah, Super Giants kind of turned it into one of the premier indie game developers. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Man, all right, all right, all right. Well, while we'll be playing that game fairly soon, <laughs> I don't think we're going to be seeing Kingdom Hearts three or Final Fantasy seven coming soon, considering that they're now bringing Final Fantasy sevens remake internal yeah so at i believe some investors call or something someone said that they expect to bring out kingdom hearts 3 and final fantasy 7 in the next three years or so and i'm calling the i'm calling that bullshit (laughs) you have no idea how much this frustrated me the first time (laughs) i read this article I, i just was blown away by this it just seriously blows my fucking mind. I mean, look, Kingdom Hearts 3 was announced at E3 2013. We're going on four years almost now, and we've barely seen anything. We've just seen a little bit of gameplay here and there. But I don't know about you, and I know game development's hard. I don't want to be that guy. But I don't think this game should take seven years to make. I just, that's just fucking insane to me. You know, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I can see coming out in the next three years. That that game is uh, farther off. But honestly, I seriously think that game is going to come out before Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> and wouldn't that just be a shame? Like, it, it yeah, it, it seriously would. Uh, Square Enix is just, to me, they make the mo- most puzzling decisions out of any publisher in this industry. It's just, they just, the Japanese side of them doesn't, they just take fucking forever to put anything out, at least with their major titles. Um, it, it like, it, when I mean forever, like, longer than than normal, like, seven plus years. And then uh, they constantly shit on the Western side of like, oh, Deus Ex doesn't sell well. Well, we're going to put that on hold. Uh, Hitman, and eh, fuck those guys. We're going to sell them. Uh, Square Tomb Raider, that sells 4 million copies. Eh, not good enough. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I 
just don't. They blow my mind, man. I, 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 yeah. It's just frustrating. And I, I find it funny. If you read their statement about them bringing Final Fantasy VII Remake in-house, they're, they said something like they're, you know, taking that away from CyberConnect and they're like, uh, yeah, well, we want to be able to control the quality and deliver it on schedule and all kinds of stuff, which makes me wonder, like, you know, if CyberConnect might not have been, you know, cutting it for them. Mm. I just, I think it's just ridiculous. Uh, like, I don't know who's believing them. Like, are are the are their investors actually buying this? Like, I I mean, the uh, only reason you say something like this is to reassure your investors so they don't so your stock doesn't fucking drop. But the way that. The way that they've been talking, like, and the, their hit track record for actually releasing games from their Japanese studios, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to actually trust anything they say about their games. Yeah. It's just crazy to me, man. Like, I just don't, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 is probably one of my more anticipated games, but the longer that game goes on, it's just, like, the more, like, I don't give a shit. And I feel a lot of people are like that. And, and like with the, saying that game's going to be out in the next three years or so, and then you re-release every Kingdom Hearts game once a year for the past three or four years leading up to it, and then you're so you do all that, and then you're going to make people wait two or three more years. Like, way to ruin all the momentum you might have had there. Uh, I don't know. It's just super frustrating. Super, super frustrating to me, this company. Yet they make good games. Like, when they come out, they're great. It's just, like, everything surrounding and leaning up to it is like, what the fuck? Like, to me, they make me just scratch my head more than anybody else. They're not, like, the most sleazy game publisher out there. You know, I think that probably belongs to Activision. Um, But still... It's just, it's crazy to me. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I just honestly want Square to shut the fuck up and give me games. Like that's, that's all I want to hear from them anymore. All their marketing talk and all this shit, just like, it is filth in my ears sometimes. <laughs> what the the kind of shit they try to say, and that doesn't, that's never backed up. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 has apparently sold 6 million copies. Which is probably okay. But yeah. if they were going by the same, like, if they were going, if that was made by a Western developer, they would have called it an utter failure. <laughs> probably. Oh, man. Well, all right. It's it's time to stop shitting on Square Enix. Let's Let's move on to something else. Oh, man. Oh, no. Disappointing news. Well, it's somewhat disappointing. Middle-Earth Shadow of War is being delayed from August to October. To October 10th now. So, delays... Okay, fine. They delayed the game, like, what, a month or two? Two months? Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Make the game better. Make Make it what you need to be. Yeah. I mean, this game's looking good. Um, I mean, for real, like, release from reveal to release, it's still not a huge length of time. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it was releasing the same day as an Uncharted game. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a full-blown Uncharted game or anything, but still, that would definitely take people's uh, you know, time away from this game. But then, then again, you get into the fall. Yep, now You're it's... after, like, Destiny 2 and stuff, you know? Now might it's be a, a week before uh, South Park, if you believe that release date. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yeah. But I'm excited for a new Middle-Earth Shadow of War. Yeah. This game's looking really good. The more the more I see about it, the more I'm very excited to play it. I'm trying not to look at it too much because I just want to play it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This game has loot now. Every game has loot. <laughs> Dude, loot makes games better. It just does. It Colored yeah. loot, man. You gotta you gotta get those different tiers of loot. I know. Like you look at fucking Injustice Two <laughs> that has loot. It's a fighting game. And I look at that and go, I kind of want this game just just to get loot. Yeah, man. Loot like, does it, damn. man. Loot does it. Yeah. Mm. Let's loot the new games of this week. Just pull them out, all out of the box, and shove them in our PlayStations. Or just download them. Who knows? There are new games. There's always new games. Except when there's not, but there are this week with no descriptions. So we just have a list to share with you. Yeah. We got a couple of Arcade Archives games. Metal Slug 2 and The Last Blade. Yes. You got probably the biggest game of the week is Tekken 7. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's been an arcade game for a while. Now it's coming to consoles. Yep. So there you go. On that, apparently has a VR mode or something. Oh. kind of weird. Also, Star Trek Bridge Crew is out for your PlayStation VR. Oh boy, I can't wait to play Shu, which is definitely not about Shuhei Yoshida on PlayStation Vita. Yeah. And then you got uh, Yeast Origin for mm. the Vita, Mm-mm. which is the next installment in that JRPG franchise. Oh, yeah. Then you got the wonderful, oh sir, the Insult Simulator. Huh. I'm somewhat interested. I'm going to click this link and see what it looks like, and I'll try to describe it to you. Yeah. Oh, man. Then you got Danger Zone, which Frank talked about earlier. That is out this week. Paddle versus Paddle. Okay, so this game looks like a turn-based game where you exchange insults and try to reduce the opponent's whatever that bar represents. Mm. Wow. One of the one of one of the screenshots says, "Your country is not migratory and works and works with what? I don't even know what it said. I don't even know what like the screenshot doesn't do all right let's look for another insult here we go here we go your father walks silly and is a lumberjack you lying git Mm. (laughs) so yeah there's like a bunch of cartoony characters throwing insults at each other yeah and it's only 239 for playstation plus members 39 wow that's funny uh other things, Ghost Recon Wildlands has some Fallen Ghost DLC. Mm. It's out now. Clicker Heroes gets a Transcendence update. 
You can listen to the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band Deluxe Edition. Or you can listen to the Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales soundtrack, which is fantastic. I saw that movie over the weekend. How was the movie? It was okay. It was solid. Mm. I mean, it's a, it's a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. If you don't like them, don't watch You know, it's mm. it's kind of the same same stuff, but it but it's a fun ride for two hours that'll have you smile. There, there's one moment, one section of like 10 or 15 minutes where Pirates of the Caribbean is basically Fast and, fast and the Furious. Do you, of just ridiculousness. Do you happen to have a review on this YouTube channel? I do. Oh my goodness, they should go watch that, shouldn't they? They should. Yes. Yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can just check out the reviews. Yes. Mm. Mm Mm-mm. All right, well, now we're going to dig into some E3 stuff, but before we do, if you wanted to watch PlayStation E3 conference in a theater again this year, you could do that. And select theaters around the United States and I think other parts of the world, maybe Canada, I don't know. Yeah, you can get get your tickets now to go watch the press conference in a theater with other people. Yeah. Yes. All right, well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm just looking at the list of locations, and even though I'm not even going to... I'm just going to be watching it, like, on a computer. Oh, boy, is there even one? There's the closest one to you is in Philadelphia. At the Riverview Plaza 17. (laughs) Never been there, but fuck it. Uh, All right, well, um, you, you know what? We know what you came here for. You came here for some E3 predictions. We each made a couple of lists of predictions. We're going to throw them out here, see how we do. I made a couple of silly predictions just because we don't we have no clue if any of these are going to be true or not. Yeah, and and also just throwing it out there, yes, we are probably doing this a week too early. Uh... But but I still think it makes it fun because when if, you know, when we do a show next week, we can possibly see what's already wrong. <laughs> yep, we could. We can point to uh, we got fucked, and we have that excuse for a week. Yes. Uh, even though this really isn't a competition, except maybe it kind of is a little bit of a rivalry. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, at the after E three, we'll just look and see who scored the most. Mm-hmm. And then the Fuck other it. one, we'll have to eat the other guy's butt. That works with me. That's fine. Yeah. How about you start us off? I'm going to I'm going to allow you to have the first prediction. All right. So, we're just talking about Sony, Bethesda, EA, and um Ubisoft. Ubisoft here. Um we have 10 predictions. I'm going to start off with a double whammy mm. of things that may or may not be obvious, but I'm throwing a little bit in here. Starting with Bethesda. Wolfenstein New Colossus, which they teased last year, gets revealed. Spring 2018 release date. And they reveal the Evil Within 2 for the fall. 
Mm. I think both you're going of those for a double happen. whammy on that one, man. All right. Yeah. So with Wolfenstein, though, like they teased that last year uh, in a pretty cool way. I think it'll come out in the spring because I believe both the New Order and its Old Blood DLC came out in May, whenever they came out, 2014, 2015. And then they launched Doom last year in May and Prey this year in May. I think that's an amazing time for games of, uh, like this. Um, An amazing time? Hi! <laughs> what about you? I th- Yeah, I think that's a great time period to put a game out, man. I, th- I think that's that's awesome. Um, so for my prediction, Tom Brady will be on EA stage to talk about Madden. <laughs> Not what I was thinking. I told you I made some silly predictions, but I think this one might be true. I'm just going to say it. All right. I mean, I don't yeah. dive into a social life. I don't know if he has vacation planned that week. But, uh, yeah, Tom Brady on stage to talk about Madden 18. Yeah, why not? I mean, it could be a possibility. He's the cover athlete, so why not? Um, yeah. This is this is going to get goofy. Also, like, some of mine are serious, but I have put a few long shots in here. So, because I think... Having long shots is fun, even if you know they probably won't happen because the extremely small chance that they might makes you look like a fucking genius. So just say it. Uh, all right. Um, Ubisoft. They closed their show with a nice demo and reveal of Assassin's Creed Origins coming out this fall, and they give it release date. I okay. think it's going to close out the show. They're going to give a nice deep dive with it. Mm, okay. All right. All right. Um, hmm. Now, do I want to go serious or another another silly one? Let's see. PS1 Classics will finally be playable on PlayStation 4. Hmm. Think that's an E3 announcement? I think it is. Do you think they will work in the same way the PS2 classics work? Um, I don't think there'll be trophies attached as the PS2 games have been, but I do think right. it'll it'll like games will just launch from your PlayStation 4 or just like from your media bar. Mhm. Cool. Next, I have another double whammy. Mm. Hit me. Star Wars double whammy. Mm. With EA. I think they will. The first thing they show Battlefront Two in the largest portion that they show off will be the campaign. I think they will show a nice slice of that because of the, um, the shitstorm they got around Battlefront One not having a campaign. So I think they will go straight into that first and be like, "Here it is, campaign." Uh, and then also, I think we will get a trailer and a title for Visceral Star Wars game. Like an official title and trailer for it, but nothing really, nothing else. Okay. Is that game still apparently a 2018 game? I think EA said a long time ago that could change, of course. But I think that'll be kind of your Star Wars double whammy in EA's thing. However, just start out there. I'm fully expecting EA's to be a disappointment. Mm-hmm. 
EA, like it's not just the sports game stuff that they should spend a lot of time on. It's just everything else. It's like you have these cool games and they never fucking really show them off the way you think they should. I mean, regardless of what they do, if my prediction of Tom Brady is correct, it is going to be a disappointment. (laughs) Oh, damn. Throwing some shade. Get at me. (laughs) Uh, All right. So on to my third prediction. Sucker Punch is making a Jack and Daxter game. Sucker Punch. Well, that's a that's a, a curveball. I think they have the chops to do it. But do you think Sony would want them to go back to that IP? Hey, I'm just saying that if any of the first parties are going to do it, it's going to be Sucker Punch. Yeah. I I don't have it down at, at as one of my predictions, but I do think we'll probably see Sucker Punch's game. It's been long enough since Infamous. Second Son. Probably about time. Alright. I'm just gonna save all my Sony ones for last. Fuck it. Alright. Going back to Bethesda. Um, so they showed off that image of like bethesda land and they had two things under construction Mm -hmm. i i don't know if they're both new ips i uh, they could be you know wolfenstein or something like that i don't know um but i do think bethesda will announce two new ips one of them being from bethesda themselves Mm. like the internal bethesda that that might be a little bit of a long shot but I say that because Todd Howard did say they're working on a lot of different shit right now. Uh, so who knows? And I would love to see a new IP for that. Maybe something smaller, but that's probably a, a long shot. Probably not true, but I do think we get new IPs from Bethesda. They're good at going into new IPs or reinventing new things. So yeah. Number four for me. From Software is making a new Armored Core game. Hmm. Think they're going back to that? Mm-hmm. That could be rad. I, I really want a mech combat game because there is not a good one out on the market right now. No, there isn't. It's been a really long time since Armored Core. I mean, they well. did make... From Software did make Chrome Hounds, which is more recent than... Yeah any of their armored core games but yeah but even then that was like fucking 10 yeah. years ago like I, I seriously think that was like 2006 or mm-hmm. something. uh so and i love yeah. chrome hounds i fucking love chrome hounds that was that was an excellent game yeah definitely i feel like my next prediction here i say i've said the past two years but fucking i'm gonna stick with it here again ubisoft reveals a new splinter cell game hmm all right you can you Splinters- can are you going to strike out? <laughs> probably. And if I strike out this year, you know, the E3 2018, I probably won't say it. And then that'll be the year they reveal a new Splinter Cell game. Um, I just feel it's been a long time. It's been five years, four or five years uh, since uh, Blacklist. Splinter Cell is the biggest Tom Clancy IP that Ubisoft hasn't gotten around to yet this generation to, like, put a new spin on it. They've done Rainbow Six. They've done... Um, 
Ghost Recon. Why not Splinter Cell? Fuck it, get around to it. Because I think I think uh, with what they've taken with you know a lot of their other Tom Clancy games this generation, they could really make something pretty damn cool. Also, I just I kind of want them to put out a new Splinter Cell to play Spies versus Mercs because that's a mm. great game mode. Okay, so my fifth prediction: we're halfway through this. Um, so there's going to be a trailer for the second season of Tales from the Borderlands, followed by a teaser for Borderlands 3. The second season of Borderland Tales from the Borderlands being a pre- uh, continuation of the first game and a prequel to Borderlands 3. Ooh. Yeah. I've been seeing some stuff of, like, do you think Borderlands 3 is going to be at E3? And I'm just not... Not sure on that. I would love it, but man, it's been been you know, uh, Gearbox just put out Battleborn, which Battleborn. Yeah, well, let's remember Battleborn. Let's <laughs> let's not remember Battleborn. Let's kind of just shove that off. Yeah, we can do that. Mm. All right, my last EA prediction that I got, which. With it, so the the prediction I have is that we're going to see Bioware's new IP, but only in trailer form. Mm. I don't think we'll get anything else. I think they will just announce it with the trailer and that's it. Um, But at the same time, they just delayed this game out of uh, the fiscal year. Mm -hmm. So maybe they won't show it off. But I, I feel like up until they announced that it was delayed, I, I feel like that could have been a pretty good bet. But I don't know now. Because with, with EA, man, they got Star Wars and sports games, and that's kind of it right now. You know, they've already said Need for Speed's coming out. Sports games we know of. It's like, I don't know. What do you dive into with them a lot, you know? Hmm. But that's, that's what I got. All right, all right. Man, you're thinning out some of my predictions here. <laughs> All right, so my sixth prediction here, I'm going to take an easy shot. Well, not an easy shot, but a shot that's probably going to fuck with you. Days Gone is going to be out in September. Mmm. You think it's this year? Yes. That was sort of a prediction that I was going to to throw out there i think that is a game that will get a release date from sony but yeah i'm saying september september right on um all right now i'm moving into sony only for what i have left horizon zero dawn gets a nice and meaty expansion announced oh wow all right Pie in the sky. Yes. <laughs> Might be too soon. I mean, they said they're working on, on some new stuff, but could be too soon. Who the fuck knows? What if it's actually just kill zone? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Mm. All right. Well, uh, number seven here. Number seven. What do I want to pick as my number seven? Well... I think PSVR games are added to the play for the free for plus lineup. Mm. You think they'll get around and to that? And it's going to start with Job Simulator. 
being free. Even though that'll piss everyone off because almost everyone who has PSV already owns Job Simulator. Yeah. I mean, it could be a cool, good announcement for them to just kind of put it out there to push VR. Do you think... How much time do you think Sony's honestly going to spend on VR? More than they do on Vita. Which is zero. Yes. So maybe like one minute? Uh, probably like... Uh, <laughs> probably this announcement and maybe a five-minute montage. Not a five... A two-minute yeah. montage. Yeah. Maybe I mean, a minute... Would... Maybe a minute... Mo- maybe you're right. A minute montage after this <laughs> announcement. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it would be cool if they did spend... You know, not their whole conference, but just a little bit of time announcing, you know, maybe two to three sort of heavy hitters for PlayStation VR. Because I feel like they need it. They don't don't need to spend 20 minutes on it or anything, but just something, I think. Something more. Like last year they announced, you know, obviously the release date, Resident Evil 7, that was big. The Star Wars thing, that was big. But, like, let's let's see a little bit more, too. Because I feel like the the momentum and excitement around VR is kind of been waning you know so yeah that'll be interesting Mm. what have you got at number eight buddy spider-man gets a release date for this fall now i don't know on this one because we honestly haven't seen anything but there's been a lot of rumors about it coming out this year. Um, I think the chances of this are probably like 25% for this year. But I also say it for this year because there's a Spider-Man movie coming out. I know this game isn't in the Marvel Universe or it's not connected to that. But that momentum could be great for Insomniac. Oh, yeah. Who knows? I'd, but say, they, I'd say October I mean, they, for that. Yeah, I mean, they, they, but at the same time, they've been working on a lot of stuff. They put out Ratchet and Clank last year. They made a bunch of smaller, like, VR games for Oculus and stuff. So, who knows on that? Mm. But, man, that, that would be so fucking cool if they, yeah, they've got it out this year. I could hang with that. Oh, man. So, number eight, man. Number eight. Whew. Really thin right now. I'm going to have to say something dumb. A sequel to the okay. Order eighteen eighty six is revealed. What? <laughs> All right, that's the one I think you're a little, little bullshit on, buddy. <laughs> no, I think I think they're gonna they're they're gonna actually follow up on that game, and I think it's revealed this year. Now, it's not given a release date, mind you, but it's given like I, a I, short trailer. While I think you're you're spitting a bunch of bullshit right now. I would love a sequel to this game. It's a cool fucking universe, man. You know? Hopefully, you know, they they built the the tech. Build just build a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be great. Alright, number nine. The Last of Us Part Two is not shown at E3. And I say that just because of how far away this game probably is. And also, there's probably a lot they want to show of uh, Lost Legacy. Yes. And I also think that 
out of you know you have other titles first party titles that are closer to release probably that you can push a lot more and i mostly am looking at god of war Mm -hmm. god of war is probably the biggest first party game not outside of last of us uh and i think you know pushing that game a lot more is a better idea than the last of us however we know sony they announce a lot of shit ahead of time they show it off really early and stuff and i'm not going to sit here and say if they show the last of us part two i won't be excited because i'll probably be fucking giddy uh but i just i don't think it's it'll be there because of uh you know they're working on the last lost legacy smaller team and everything smaller schedule and all that i get that um but they're wrapping that up they just put out uncharted 4 last year they still need time you know this is probably a at the earliest of fall 2018 game most likely a 2019 game so Mm. i just don't don't think it'll be there all right coming down to the wire here number nine man number nine um Oh, so Activision decides that uh, BlizzCon isn't as important as E3 and reveals that Diablo 3 Necromancer expansion is coming in August. At E3? On PlayStation Stage. Okay. Uh, yeah. My other, okay. my other one is so dumb that you're just going to laugh. <laughs> uh i can just see the comments raging right now oh yeah i mean rage all you want leave let us know how you feel about our predictions and maybe throw some of your own bullshit out there too i just yeah. realized i forgot to go through our lightning round of news but we can do yeah. that after this fuck it um all right the last one is my biggest long shot okay hit of me. this um, so I think, I seriously think the chances of this happening are like 2%. Okay. Probably less than that. All right. But man, what a fucking punch to the gut of everybody else at E3 this would be if they did this. Red Dead Redemption 2 gameplay closes out Sony's conference. Hmm. Hmm. Now. Hmm. Let's say a few things here. Hmm. One, Rockstar's never at E3. I get that. Two, Red Dead probably doesn't need E3. Neither does Rockstar. However, they they have a marketing deal with Sony. Maybe they can convince them to do that. Sony's pulled off a lot of crazy shit over the past few years at E3 that no one expected them to do. Maybe. And, and man, what a way... They could close out if they go, here's your first gameplay demo of Red Dead Redemption 2. And they've closed out with third-party stuff before. They closed out with Destiny in 2014, I think it was. 2013, maybe. Uh, it's, it's possible, but the possibility is so, so, so small. That's why I'm saying it's a long shot. But hey, it's, it's a fun, fun long shot. It's your last one. Oh, God. Sweet Tooth is back, baby. A new Twisted Metal 
coming in November. <laughs> this year? Yeah. Remember, two years ago, they put Sweet Tooth in Rocket League. Yeah. I think it's time for, for the return of Twisted Metal. It's but been so it? long. I don't know. That's that's the part that has me tripped up on this. I don't know who makes it. But I have a feeling that Twisted Metal is coming back. I want car combat. Cool. I don't know. I, like, I don't really remember the one on PS3. Black? It was, no. They oh. made a Twisted Metal game on oh, PS3. Oh, yeah, they did. Huh. I don't remember if it was well-received or not. But anyways, I would like that for sure. I think that's a super long shot. But, yeah. Now, the non-PlayStation or anything prediction that I have for the show, that would never happen. Actually, this is a wish list item. Wish list item. This isn't a prediction. A wish list item. Genital jousting on the Switch. <laughs> uh, that would be amazing, but it would not happen. Not on Nintendo's system. If any, if there's any system but, that I think it would happen, it's Microsoft. Yeah, but just like logistically, wishless thinking, that game would work excellently on the Switch. Oh yeah. Well, let's just be honest. Just about every game would be great on the Switch. Yeah. I I submitted a game for for building the hashtag building the list to Geo, Dead Cells, that uh, rogue like, yeah. uh, side scrolling game. Really yeah. good on PC. Really good. That would be great. Um, yeah. Do you think, um, Sony's going to have a similar show to last year in that they're really not going to say a lot and it's just going to be boom, 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 here you go? Or do you think it'll be more traditional? Hmm. I think it'll be a lot like last year. I think they learned. I think that they know how to run a show now. And I think other, other, um... other conferences are going to try to mimic what they did. Yeah. Which, I mean, in reality, they... it It's kind of hard to say. I think they might have been mimic... Sony themselves might have been mimicking uh, Bethesda the way they came out with their first conference at E3. Blasting yeah. us with games. Yeah. I mean, I think Sony will probably keep it that way because it's less of, of a production that they have to put on, less of a... You know, there's a less chance that something could go wrong. And there's think, less, especially. like, less opportunity for people to get up on stage and accidentally mumble, stumble over yeah, something. There's, yeah, there's less of a chance for those really just ridiculous E3 moments that we all remember, you know? Yeah, especially at Ubisoft stage. Like, they do some weird stuff, but it, I think, yeah. I think they're going to be a little bit more contained this year. I, I hope so. I mean, theirs was like two hours last year. It was way too long. <laughs> and they, thought, like, they man, thought they were a lot funnier than they were. Yeah, definitely. And with Ubisoft last year, it's like, okay, I get the games you're showing me are cool, but fucking just shut up and move on. Like, holy crap. Um, mm. I'm so excited, dude. Like, I, I am fucking God. Every day... I'm not kidding you. Every day when I go to lunch, I always think to myself, I'm like, two and a half days left to the weekend, seven and a half days until E3. Mm, yeah. It's... <laughs> and then every day I leave, I'm like, six days left till E3. 
it's like I'm, I'm like countdown i just yeah i'm excited also last uh, last like non playstation thing microsoft is going to show off project scorpio tell us what it is how much do you think it's going to be mm. okay so i got two things here i think it'll be uh $600 Wow. And it will be called the Y box, as in why should you even buy this? Oh, I think it'll be five hundred dollars. Okay, but that you know you might have a more powerful box, but when the PlayStation Four Pro is still a hundred dollars cheaper than you, mm. tough sale. Hence the Y especially box, especially if they, especially if they don't uh, show off like exclusives or first party stuff of like this is why you should get it you know yep uh so so this yeah. one's this one's going to be called the y box and then the next one is going to be they're going to double down on the more powerful thing and it'll be called the z box because they're asleep at the wheel mm. and that would be the end of microsoft's console thing which would be sad because i like competition but I think they need to refocus. They do. They, they, uh, like, they pulled it back after the disaster of the reveal. Phil Spencer's done a good job pulling it back, but they've just kind of hit this gap. Kind of like Nintendo last year. They hit this gap of, like, you know what's next, but up until then, they really don't have much to offer you type of thing. And they really need to, to show you why, you know? Mm-hmm why you need to keep investing into the Xbox. That'll be an interesting thing. It'll also be interesting when it launches to see competition there between the pro and maybe how Sony responds if they do. Yeah. I mean, what are the chances of a new handheld being revealed from Sony? Well, as much as I'd love to see it, as much as I just fucking adore the thing, I don't, think they're gonna do it i don't i don't think for them i don't think their focus is on handheld i think their focus or hardware for that matter they've launched a lot of hardware recently i think they're just going to be focusing on games yeah i think so as well i don't i don't think they'll do it anytime soon i don't know they really in order for sony to do it they need some type of first party support behind it and i'm not sure if they want to divert their first parties to a a handheld device when it's really rolling on ps4 right now i mean i absolutely believe that the next playstation if they call it the playstation 5 will launch alongside a handheld that's developed alongside the playstation 5 the way the vita should have been done with the playstation 4 yeah but um until then i don't think we're getting another handheld yeah hmm I agree. Excited, though. It'll be a great time. Very excited. Well, I missed some things earlier in the show, so I think it's time to just wrap back around and do a quick lightning round of things I missed. Um, so, there's just a few headlines, a little quick action here for you. Square Enix is looking into selling the Hitman IP alongside IO Interactive, whether they go to the same buyer is remains to be seen 
or if that's going to be a package deal, they'll sell it separately. But they're open to the idea of selling the Hitman IP. Hopefully it goes with IO. I want them to make another Hitman game. Um, next bit here, we have Ubisoft created a new logo, if you haven't noticed. And I think it looks terrible. How about you? I mean, uh, it doesn't really do anything for me. It really just destroys my OCD. You know how, like, the ends where it, like, collapses on itself. It it doesn't do it perfectly. Like, there's little, uh, just bits sticking out, and it just, it, it makes me a little bit mad to look at. Yeah. Um, Square Enix is teaming up with People Can Fly, the people who made the Bulletstorm remaster? Or just Bullet, they just made Bulletstorm, I don't know. The whole story I think they there. made Bulletstorm. Okay. They actually All right. So Square Enix and People Can Fly are teaming up to make a new IP. My guess, something similar to Overwatch. Maybe. It'll probably be something ridiculous. Mm. People, people Can Fly is good at doing that. They made Bulletstorm, which is just ridiculous. They made Gears of War Judgment, which wasn't great, but it had some ridiculous things to it. They're good at that stuff. Mm. The new Overwatch season is starting, I believe, this week, correct? Or next week? Yep. This week. Has it started? I think. I don't know. It's starting very soon, or it has already started. Yeah. yeah. Get ready to qualify for the new Overwatch season. Hopefully, you don't get fucked like I did last season. Yep. <laughs> and the last bit of lightning round news there seem to be some leaked photos of the Life is Strange the Don't Nods game, and it looks like it's a Life is Strange prequel. Hmm. There were some images leaked that suggest that it looks like it's focused on Chloe. Could be interesting. Mm. I don't know how how you do that, but... Yeah, I don't know how the gameplay works in, the, like, any new game that they do in that style, but I, I want to see it because they they made a good game. <laughs> I agree. And that is it for the lightning round of news. I think that's all we have this week. I think so. So, let us know how we did in our predictions. Below, in the comments, or tweet at us at PS Report Podcast. If you have questions, send them to either that Twitter handle or PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. We would like it if you'd rate us on your podcast service, like this video, or share it with your friend, or do all of that, because that's awesome. And if you want to see more from this channel alongside with like movie reviews and <coughs> other pop culture business, subscribe to this YouTube channel, and you can get that. Yeah. Um, you could find me on Twitter shitposting about literally anything at the Arctic Sloth, and you can find Tyler and this YouTube channel's tweets at Plugged On Vids. Hell yeah. It's been a week, and it will be another week until we see you. So until that week comes, play your video games and be nice to each other. Or not, I'll just label you an asshole then. You got anything yeah. to say before we say goodbye, Tyler? Nope. Just big old hug for everybody. <laughs>